Monday, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, not only do is the entire crew here, we added a plus one on the back end. Crispy Bomb making his debut, who hasn't had a chance to really sink his teeth into Jim Ryan's rear like a lion hunting the gazelle. We're going to get into a lot of really beefy topics. First of all, Sarah Bond. I mean, if that wasn't an interview to take over Phil Spencer's job as head of Microsoft Gaming when he's finally done, I don't know know, know what, what was. I mean, listen, Phil did amazing up on the stand. As a matter of fact, he did so well, and this is coming from a lawman's perspective, he actually got under the skin of the FTC's lawyer live for us to, to, to see and observe. Uh, obviously, the way Phil handled himself on there with pauses and long-winded answers that broke down explanations of something that the FTC lawyer was not looking for. He was looking for no answers uh, regarding you know Call of Duty and such, and he didn't get it, so he was obviously very frustrated but I got to tell you, this, I think the star of the two days of litigation is without a doubt uh, uh, Sarah Bond. I got to tell you, she was cool as the other side of the pillow. There was even some spice in some of her rebuttals regarding the, uh, you know, exactly what she does uh, for Microsoft, for Xbox. Uh, and I think that so far... It's not going really well for the FTC, folks. Uh, it has actually gone really poor. Uh, I've seen a ton of editorials on it, and obviously, fast pot, uh, FOSS uh, patents. Obviously, Florian Muller has just been, my God, the coverage that that man has been doing for us as gamers, us as a community. I want to, I want to, I want to sign the guy up to win an Emmy. You know what I'm saying? Like his work has just been nothing short of astounding. Uh, he's boots on the ground covering it for us. And obviously, there is no trial today or hearing today. Day three picks up tomorrow. By Friday, we'll have closing arguments. And listen, you know, you just never know with courts. You never know what the judge is going to decide. But it does appear that uh, the, at the end of the day, the uh, the injunction that the FTC has been asking for will not be granted. Uh, I don't think they're it's going to be granted because... They haven't proven console and market harm. Uh, the the if you if you watch the the, uh, the the gentleman from Stadia that came in, um, he did more damage for the FTC than he did help when he when he actually said. Now this is on record, folks, under oath, that Stadia was uh, in uh, uh, in competition with uh, with both PC and console. Meaning what? What does that mean ultimately? That means that it's just one market, folks. Just like Microsoft said it has. Cloud, PC, uh, Nintendo, all one market. But we're going to get into, of course, not only that, we're going to get into the fact that your PlayStation 5 might actually catch fire while playing Final Fantasy 16. Because gee whiz, folks, I have seen 30 plus videos with people who are streaming live and 
and throwing headphones and throwing controllers and falling backwards and a lot of you know a, a, a lot of outrage with a game that is doing this during cutscenes. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about the game. I'm going to buy the game for thirty dollars used because I am not giving Square Enix any of my money. I will give a stranger my money. I will give eBay my money. I will give GameStop my money, but I will not give Square Enix my money. Uh, and from what I heard, a lot of people are quite enjoying the game because it's not a very traditional Final Fantasy. It's more action-based, and that's kind of what I dig. So I will play it, but just not uh, in a way that uh, the normal person will. I, I refuse to to uh, support Square Enix in any way uh, at all. So, uh, but listen, I've rambled enough. My God, it's five minutes in. We got 400 people here. If you're finding the channel for the first time, folks, I humbly request that you consider subscribing. Folks, we are 232 subscribers away from 13K, which is a big deal for a mom and pop kind of an organization that Mrs. Boom and I have put together with Double Barrel Gaming. Um, and if you are enjoying the content, please consider subscribing. And while you're here, while you know, hit the like button just for shits and giggles, but let's get into the introductions. Crispy Bomb, there's spicy stories to be had. And of course, like the bat signal, I flashed it, you arrived. What's going on, Cape Crusader? How the heck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am Batman. Um, <laughs> man, I, I'm just watching my tax dollars just like float around in this... Uh, multiverse of madness we have that the ftc is doing right now uh it's it's quite sad um you're you know you're trying to block a merger and you basically have no knowledge of what you're blocking it is pretty incredible what we're watching and and listening to and and you know reading um i it's just it's mind-blowing and um you know I, the PlayStation 5, I don't know. It clearly it has issues. It's not the first time I've seen this. So I, I think, you know, as we get into it, I mean, I think you're going to see more and more people have issues. And I, I don't know. Like, you know, it seems like a capable console. But at the same time, this is not the first time I've seen these type of things. So, you know, um, it, it's it's just it's a wild whirlwind of, yeah, PlayStation is taking the l's right now i mean xbox is taking small l's but playstation is taking huge l's and i i just it's boggling my mind like that people are still defending this stuff but you know uh i digress and uh we're gonna get into it yeah we're gonna have, we're gonna have some fun today ladies and gentlemen obviously again this is this is uh, the hot topic is going to be what's been going on, obviously, with the FTC versus Microsoft and Activision. Uh, we've learned Indiana Jones uh, exclusive to Xbox, which is pretty dope. Uh, we have learned that Jim Ryan was, in fact, cross-examined uh, by Microsoft. And uh, some of his testimony has been sealed uh, due to Sony's request, which is a shame because I really want to know what lion dance moves Jim Ryan was talking about. Maybe we'll never know. Maybe we will one day. But all I can tell you is that um, we're going to get into some spicy hot button topics. And I'm glad that you're here to hang out with us. Web Dave, what's going on, brother? You had a great show yesterday. Obviously, yep. you put out a great interview today. Uh, the, the Controversial, to say the least, but yep, yep. an interview nonetheless. Uh, how are you doing, brother? 
I'm doing really good, Boone. Thank you so much for for having me on your show. And, uh, you know, the interviews, uh, it's like I said, I wanted to cover all aspects of the gaming community, and uh, you can make up your own mind after yes. you watch the interview as to what you think about the uh, what do you think about Lono. So, but that's uh, that that's why it's there because I've had a couple people like, why did you interview him? Exactly the reason you ask. <laughs> you know, they want to you just want to you know make it out there. But uh, but man, um, so who knew the court case we were going to get a world premiere? You know, find out about find out about a game. Uh, at, at the at the court, that was crazy. That's crazy. And next week, ooh, can hardly wait until next week, man. Ooh, yeah, well, exciting. I mean, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four more days of this. Uh, obviously, uh, the 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 court battle, if you will, is going to happen Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, with closing arguments, uh, where the judge is going to be the one uh, taking the closing arguments from both parties. Um, I think that the already uh, the the FTC is limping. Uh, into day three. Uh, I think that there are a couple of their smoking gun uh, uh, witnesses that they thought were going to help them actually wind up hurting them. Uh, I know there's been some talk about the way Pete Hines uh, handled himself on the stand. Some people think it was terrible. Some people think it was okay. I think it was okay. Uh, Again, folks, not everyone has ever been on the stand. I I don't know Pete personally. Um, I don't know if he's ever been deposed before it's 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 scary being up there folks Let, let's understand that for a second i mean as a police officer i sat in many trials that i was responsible as the arresting officer where i had to produce evidence and go through my memo book and 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 and, and you know you know remember things when you're up on the stand it, it's 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 scary folks uh even even though this because already you swear on the oath if you lie you're gonna go to jail or at least in my opinion for me, lose my job and then go to jail. So uh, it's 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 daunting. It's a daunting thing to be questioned up there. And there and you, it's not like us having a conversation on a podcast where you can just blur out what you're feeling. You really got to just answer the questions. And sometimes those questions are are set in a way that they don't really tell the whole story, which is what they tried to do to both uh, Phil and Sarah. And like champions of justice, they handled. The business, but before we get into it, crazy Lou Gaming, what's going on, my brother? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling awesome. Just loving what's going on in this trial. Just loving how the FTC. I don't know if it's me, but were they negotiating this Friday for Sony? I mean, I felt kind of sounded like that. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, it did. It was like, hey, Sony, this Sony Cloud, Sony. I kind of felt like they should have been just basically wearing Sony yeah. hats. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was like, hmm, this is weird. And, and you know, when you were talking about behinds, I'm going to tell you something. When I when I logged in on, on, on Friday, right, listening to the trial, I was listening to it for like three or four hours because I was busy moving. But, man, he kept – what I found funny, and people should have noticed this, is, is how he asked the questions. He asked like – um. He has a, a different questions, and then all of a sudden he came back, like saying, "What were your conversations about exclusivity and stuff like that?" He he kept up like mixing, you know, everything of the the. I think it was the FTC, right, asking Phil. Yes. And yep. so that so was, I was like, man, thank God Phil was like, you know, listening and you know, and taking his time to answer because he could have made a mistake with all those crazy questions he was asking. But hey, man, I'm just I'm just happy that this trial is going through. I'm happy listening to how it's going. And man, I was happy that even the judge got annoyed. That was just, oh my God. But hey, let's have some fun today. We got lots to discuss. And thank you for having me here, man. Let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will say this, folks. Uh, don't aggravate 
the judge. When you when you when you browbeat a witness, and this isn't a this isn't a court proceeding in for a trial for like you know a felony or, or some of you murders. This is about about video games. I think, um, and again, this is me personally. I thought that the FTC lawyer that questioned Phil was incredibly inappropriate with his behavior. Um, I thought he was overly aggressive, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think that at the end of the day, I think the judge even, I saw by the way that she basically sat him down in the corner with the dunce hat on. Um, And rightfully so, because Phil was answering the the questions. And like I said, the way way Phil answers questions is actually the way you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to be long-winded. You can't rush to get things done because this is there's a lot of writing on this. So your your testimony is incredibly important and will be used against you or against your company. So you you know the way Phil did it was straight up perfect. But I think I, I think that you know Phil did it at like like a gentleman. I think the way Sarah Bond did it was was gentlemanlike, if you will, or woman you know gentlewoman gentlewoman like, if you will. But with a bit of a, you know, she showed her fangs a bit. And I, I, I can't, I could not, like, I don't know Sarah Bond. I, you know, she, I've, I've talked to her on Twitter. But if I could, I, I, I would tell her I, I'm incredibly proud of you, how you handled yourself as a, as a paraprofessional, because it just was, was absolutely brilliant. Um, but Fuzzy Belvedere, brother, always smiling, always happy to be here. We're happy to have you. How you feeling, brother? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, glad to be here with you guys, man. These past few days, as far as this court uh, court battle has been pretty interesting. Like uh, Web Dave said, we got a, a an exclusive world premiere announced. Uh, a lot of us kind of speculated it would be multi plat, but uh, man, the, it just feels like much like Crispy said, our taxpayer dollars are kind of going to waste. Uh, you would think the FTC would have a better prepared case if they're going to take this to trial, but I don't know. I'm I'm starting to sense uh, inside sabotage to kind of bring uh, Lena Khan down and maybe get her, you know, ousted. But uh, man, glad to be here. A lot to talk about. Let's do this. I think Lena Khan's behavior as chairperson of the FTC, uh, in at the ve- at the very least, uh, fuzzy is egregious at best. I think there is uh, certain concerns that have been addressed by both parties for abuse of power. I think that uh, she has an ideology for uh, that that may, for some, be sound. Uh, I used to defend her ideology until I realized that her ideology is classroom based, meaning that she's never had a position like head of FTC. She uh, had a classroom where she theorized a lot of the things that she's fighting and arguing against, uh, and I think that that is wrong. Uh, I don't have a degree. Uh, she's probably incredibly more intelligent than I ever will be, and that's perfectly fine. But I can tell you that she is using law loopholes that she has accused Microsoft of potentially using uh, to her advantage to close out deals from smaller companies who can't afford the kind of litigation and time that she is willing to throw up these roadblocks. So ultimately, uh, I don't know if she gets impeached because I, there's still question of collusion, which I believe is there uh, with the uh, with, with the CMA. I believe that eventually will come out. Uh, I don't want to see anyone go to jail. I don't want to see anyone lose their job. But if she colluded with a foreign country, 
to close out uh, to try and block two American companies to then protect a Japanese company. It's it's to me it's it's a very it's very muddied water. I I don't like it. Uh, you know, uh, Crispy Bomb said taxpayer dollars. My wife and I have been paying for years. I I, I honestly can't remember the last time we actually got taxes back. Uh, so for us, we're always paying. I'd like to know where my taxpayer dollars are going. And one of the things that's clearly being wasted on is frivolous lawsuits from the FTC. And ultimately, when the judge does block uh, or does not uh, does not authorize the injunction, which I believe is is already been proven, but we'll know in the next couple of days, it's going to be another loss for for Lena Khan. And at some point, some someone somebody in Congress is going to have to step up and say, you know what, we we cannot allow this craziness to continue on. I know Washington is a bunch of of lunatics, but this uh, this is the point of delirium. But you're not here to talk about politics, folks. We're here to talk about video games. We're going to open up with a, a couple of small topics. Now, I got to give credit where credit is due. Xbox Series X slash X or Xbox underscore Series underscore XS. He is, a, you know, he's a Twitter personality. Uh, he put out uh, something that I thought was incredibly thought provoking to open the show. Um, and right now, as of today, you can preload a couple of really big first-party games for Xbox. Now, there are some on there that make sense, right? Starfield and Forza Motorsport. Those make sense, ladies and gentlemen. But you can also preload South of Midnight, Avowed, Clockwork Revolution, and, Tow- and Towerborn. Right now, right now, you can preload these games f- on your Xbox today. Crispy, I know that you came in. We didn't have, a, I didn't get a chance to send you all the topics. But when I see this list, my mind starts to move a little bit. And I say, wait a second. Starfield makes sense. Motorsport makes sense. But when you start hearing South of Midnight, Avowed, Clockwork Revolution, could these be could these games be coming next year? I mean, it's it, it's it's looking that way. Boom. Um, <laughs> I, well, first of all, I mean, avowed like, dude, like I, I've been saying this, and I will beat this drum until no end. Obsidian's going to be one of the greatest purchases Microsoft has ever made. Um, you know, as a company, I mean, just that one studio they their their tier level is is up there with the coalition and everybody else that you know just you know makes you say i can't wait for what we get from them um so i think avowed like everybody's like some people are like oh it doesn't i'm like dude they give builds months upon months in advance and this game hasn't even been given a date yet relax with the footage they showed us gameplay that's what we wanted okay it wasn't it was you know in-game engine stuff like you gotta realize they're still working on you know developing themselves with this new technology that they have so you, you have to allow them to do that this isn't pentiment this isn't grounded which which by the way i mean it seems like every game, what whatever it may be, whatever genre it is, they come out and and it's just amazing. And 
you know, I have no doubt that compulsion wants to prove something as well. I think they want to show what they're really capable of with, with, you know, Xbox, Microsoft backing and, and really give something special, something a little bit different. Um, you know, I mean, just, you know, the accents and everything we just saw and like, like, you know, there's not a lot of games that really like go into like the actual like lore of like some Southern, you know, things like, especially like Louisiana has like a lot of like lore and like these, these, um, these different like things that, you know, like you, you don't really think about, but they're there in like, you know, this, this like, you know, it's basically like mythology type thing. And, and I, I feel like they're going to touch on that. Um, you know, Clockwork Revolution, I was surprised when I saw that. You know, I mean, it, In Exile has been pretty busy. I mean, you know, some people in the chat, Crispy, are saying, that... some pe yeah, some people in the chat are saying they can't. Uh, folks, I'm looking literally at a screenshot. Now, is it docked? Is it doctored? I I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the guy, I, I, I follow him. He follows me. Um, he puts this out there. I don't know why you 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 would you would you know he would make it up. I'm looking literally on his dashboard, and uh, all of these games are on there. South of Midnight, uh, uh, Clockwork, Avowed, uh, Towerborn. Um, they're all here. So if you can't, maybe it's a region thing. I, I honestly I don't know, but again, the fact that some of these some of these you can tells me that these things are closer than we think, Crispy. Yeah, I mean, you know, like it, it could be it could be that 12 month thing that they are not going to use anymore. You know, what I mean, we, we don't know. And and the one thing I say is when I, I haven't seen many delays from many of these studios. You know what I mean? So, if they're ready, they're ready. Um you know, it, the download thing that I get a little weird about that because there's just not enough storage space right now unless you, you you buy you know a secondary item you know what i mean to have more storage so like some of us like me i uninstall i reinstall i still own the game i just you know i i play with hey i want to play these three games you know over a period of time i install them and then i uninstall ones that i just kind of got tired of and you know, that's probably what a lot of people do. So, like me, I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to pre-download anything but Starfield. Yeah, you know I mean, right now it's like, what's coming? Like, I yeah, yes, I, I did Motorsport you know. and Starfields. What I what I did. Yeah, so like Motorsport, I I mean, I, I ain't fuzzy, man. Like, you know, like I <laughs> I am not into that racing like that. Like, I've always been like a Need for Speed type guy. So, like, you know, Horizon, like. It caught me for a little while. I didn't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I've lost touch with racers a little bit because I feel like it's just been regurgitated in its own way over and over again. Like I played Sims, I played Gran Turismo on the PlayStation. Like, you know, I, and, and I got really into certain of them, but at the same time, I don't feel like, you know, there's enough different other than the visuals and, you know, um, you know, having more multiplayer and stuff like that. Other than that, it's like I'm still doing the same thing. Um, you know, driving a car until no end. And, you know, unfortunately I, I burnt myself out of that. But I mean Starfield, like, you know, once I saw that direct and and I really haven't even been able to talk about much of any of that either because of 
everything that's transpired. But I mean, I was blown away and, and that's where I'm like, you know, like right now, if I'm going to download, I'm probably going to reinstall like fallout four and, and get farther through it. Cause I'm like probably between 60 and 75% through the story, even though I have like, a ridiculous amount of building stuff and i'm like that's where like starfield i'm like a little bit concerned about the overwhelmed part of it but <laughs> this is a whole new world so i mean you know you have to if you have the storage why not pre-install there could be you yeah know, apparently a lot of people saying it's just a couple of megabits like it's 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 basically like a a, a pre uh install uh it, it's a small it's a small file but some people are saying who was it over here that just said it hold on let me see uh lucius augustus says if you use the app you can on your phone you can preload those games they're all listed so again th this was posted by idle sloth uh and obviously it was it was it was it was written by and and pictures were taken so again not the biggest story folks it, it but i'm just saying that it's it, very interesting that the games that we don't know exactly when they're coming out can be uh, th they're up there for for preload, and I, I think we could see some of these games in the next. Because again, w Phil Spencer actually said that there are some games that were announced that we that and some games that weren't announced for the big four that are next next year. Uh, I think Clockwork Revolution could be one of those games. The game looked really good. And really done, but we'll see. Um, uh, actually, I have one last thing. Boom. Sure. Was Hellblade was Hellblade two on there? Mm, I don't think it was. To be honest with you, mm, that would be a game that would be delayed. Like delayed. I don't think it's going like to be delayed eight. as it, as as it's going to potentially come a holiday of next year. Maybe I think maybe 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 Avowed is first quarter of this year, and Hellblade needs a little bit more time. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a little interesting because like they seem more um, more ready than we, you know, than than it, they made themselves seem at a certain point. I, I don't know. It's it's interesting that like you know, Clockwork Revolution is there, and he, he, you know, you don't have Hellboy too. It's it's just it's something I just like kind of thought of. It's it's a little. I'm like, you know, me. I want the game to be as great as possibly can, and I'm glad they didn't put set dates because, you know, at the end of the day, we hate when they do that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it generally doesn't work out that way, especially the way the world's been at this point. And you know, now, now it's just like, okay, we gave a year, so I mean, it, it, the guess is as good as mine. Like, what comes out first now after all that? It's, it, it, listen, all I know is that the Xbox has no game uh, a conversation is done. Uh, that's not happening anymore. They have more than enough games, and they have Indiana Jones, which is great. Uh, <laughs> but, Dave, let's get your <laughs> hot take on this, brother. In there. Yeah, yeah, well, you have to. You, you got to be, again, this is going to be a scandalous episode because we have a lot mm -hmm. to get into, and I might be a little salty and, and a little froggy. Even. No. Uh, uh, Dave, I mean, again, not yep. a big story. The preload of these games does it suggest to you that the games are closer than we think? It definitely is a is a I think it's a good sign for that. Uh, but like I was uh, telling you in the groom room, <clears throat> green room, excuse me, that I'm I'm thinking that um, we know they're coming out. We know their day and date for for Game Pass, and it makes sense to go ahead and put them in Game Pass to let people who are casual Game Passers or coming in for a game 
or maybe you have thought about, well, I think I'm going to, I'm going to back out until, you know, you know, other games get in here and oh my goodness. And then, um, and then, and then see those coming and think, oh man, okay, I need to, I need to just, there's going to be plenty of things coming and dropping. So it just kind of, to me, it's almost like an advertisement for keeping game pass and keeping it going because you know, all these great things are coming, but you know, like I said, it's, uh, it's just, that's, that's the, that's the marketing guy in me that kind of thinks that, you know, that maybe they're, you know, hopefully some of these are, you know, because we don't know are coming out sooner than later. Um, but boy, it, uh, it would definitely, you know, some of those big titles are in there that are like, every time you see that, you know, that, that name is going to keep coming in your head, you know, Oh yeah, Valda, I need to, you know, I need to play that when it comes out, you know, and it's just, you know, one of those things you hear more about it and it just, kind of implants it in your mindset that this is something I need to focus on. So that's, that's what I'm thinking. Well, it makes sense. Uh, and you obviously you're putting on your marketing brain or your marketing hat, <laughs> if you will. So uh, good, good on you for that. Uh, crazy. Let, let's get your hot take on this brother. I mean, look again, we don't know for sure what the scenario is on how close some of these games are, but I, I find it incredibly odd. I would even dare, even dare say interesting that you can preload these games. Yes, they are a placeholder. But does that to you suggest that we might actually get these games sooner than later? Yeah, I think I think we will. I think we will. And because remember, if they're already on there for you to install and put them on, on you know, pre-install them and put them on, on your Xbox. So, yeah, I think next year is going to be the mark. And, yeah, we're pretty soon going to get the dates because we get, how many showcases do we have left for this year? Probably we'll probably get some announcements, you know, on when is these games are going to finally come out, you know, instead of saying 2024, finally probably going to get a date, an exact date to when it's going to come out. So, yeah, for next year, I, I'm, I'm, I think they will deliver those games that they have on the list. They will deliver them. And what we need to do, what we need to find out now is when is it going to be delivered? So if, if they are on the list to pre-install, you know, to have them pre-installed on your on your Xbox. So, yeah, I mean, it could be sooner or later that we finally might get them. We might get that day and date. But, and whenever one of these showcases, probably, you know, because we got QuakeCon. What is the other ones that that, that are left? I mean, there's well, a bunch yeah, of them. You have QuakeCon. You have yeah. Gamescom. You have the uh, uh, yeah. Tokyo Game Show. You have, obviously, the end of the year big one with Keeley and the Game Awards. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. that's, yeah, it's four of them. Yeah, so basically, yeah, probably we're going to get the announcement. When are these games going to come out next year, day and day? And, yeah, I, I bet you it's going to be sooner or later. Sooner or later, we're gonna get these games like pretty much probably like between. I think we're gonna get a game in January, then probably one in March, and then you know the rest of them after June. So yeah, fingers crossed. Let's see if we get these dates. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Fuzzy, let's get your hot take on this. Where where does where does your mind go when you consider that some of these games they don't have release dates? Hell, they don't even got release years, but they're <laughs> up for pre preload. I, I I don't know, man. Like I, I I'm calling foul here. I, I think there was kind of like a order of what's coming up of that list. So I, I would assume some of those are going to probably be seen within the next year. As far as Hellblade, I, I honestly think that one, they want to, I, I think they're going to try to pull a uh, hi-fi rush kind of deal where they show it on Keeley's and it's like downloadable today kind of thing. <laughs> but I don't know if that's going to be this year's Keeley's or next year's Keeley's. I, I, I'm 
we'll, we'll soon find out. But uh, yeah, with Avowed and well, the Clockwork one, that one was kind of a surprise. But who knows? Like you said, that one might very well be holiday next year if we do wind up getting Hellblade, you know, sooner rather than later. But um, they typically don't put things that are going to be more than a year out. Uh, as far as available for like the placeholder type deals, usually it's somewhere within three months to six months. But, you know, these are guaranteed to be in Game Pass. So why not put them up there? Like you said, if somebody's browsing for it, somebody just signs up for Game Pass and they want to be able to search, you know, for info on Clockwork Revolution. Why not have that placeholder and that page available for them to kind of check up on it and stuff like that? But, uh, yeah, it, I, I think seeing how some of them are still searchable on some apps or some browsers and not others. I, I think somebody forgot to hide these or have a, uh, a shown date after like, you know, let's say a certain amount of weeks because um, you know, with some of them not showing or being as easy to, you know, do the placeholder download. I, I think they may have slipped up and kind of revealed uh, next year's hand to some extent, but we'll see soon enough. It's kind of cool to see that. I love it. I, I I think that this is a peek behind the curtain, even if it's a mistake. And if this is what's coming out in the next, you know, a uh, bunch of months for Xbox first party in the same year that Starfield comes out and obviously Forza comes out and they potentially close ABK. Talk about the next 12 to 18 months as an Xbox fan. We're, we're going to be we're going to be bathing in goodness. Um let me catch up with some of the super chats. We got a new chat. We now got a new channel member. We want to shout them out as well, and then we're going to get into some of the ridiculousness. Is it, has anyone been watching the socials, seeing how some of these PlayStation or as if an umbra like say hooved brothers and sisters are trying to rally the troops uh, for the collector's edition of Starfield not coming with a disc? Like, like, are we are we going to go down there? Because I got receipts, folks. Oh, man. And I'm not going to name names, but I have receipts of some people that were cheering on Spider-Man 2 not having a disc and Horizon Forbidden West not having a disc. And, oh, I don't know, God of War Ragnarok, collector's edition, collector's editions not having discs at just just a code and it was okay it's like, ah, we don't need this i'm all digital and now because well starfield is not coming with a disc for the collector's edition there's outrage and there's there's there's, there's pit, uh, torches and pitchforks in the streets we're going to get into that momentarily and again it's just silliness uh, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program, drops a $2 super chat to open us up and says, Hi, everyone. Please hit the like button, brother. Thank you so much for the generosity and, of course, the channel promotion. Gray Falcon OW drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Did you see the news of Google looking to put Stadia 2.0 on YouTube, Google Playables? Yeah, I did see that. Actually, I saw a story where Apple... And this comes the way of Tim Sweeney, head of Epic Games, PS, by the way, where um, Apple is going to allow game streaming on YouTube, uh, from YouTube on, on Apple products, but they're still blocking GeForce Now and Xbox. And he actually pointed that out on his official Twitter account, which I thought was really uh, was great, you know, Thanks for the information, and that's really effed up if you ask my opinion. But you know, Apple's gonna be Apple. Uh, Gerald Mack drops a very generous two dollars. Jen says, In my opinion, 
case should be closed. Um, now, I see some chat in here, and I'm going to tell you what I know about the case. I agree with you. I think the case should be closed. Uh, the only way the, that this hearing gets cut short of the five days is if the parties concerned agreed to it. So meaning that if there was already enough evidence, the judge had her decision, um, she could ask the FTC and Microsoft, hey, listen, you know, we're going to do closing ar arguments on Thursday rather than Friday. Both parties would have to agree to this or it's going to go for the five days, which means that it's already gone for two. And it's going to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning, closing arguments. And the judge is going to then, over the holiday weekend, review everything and then come back the following week after the 4th of July holiday and make her decision. Uh, whatever decision that is going to be, whether or not she's for the injunction or against the injunction, I don't think that she is for it, to be honest with you, only because... They haven't proven their case. They have to prove um, two things, market harm for uh, for console, they haven't, and market harm for cloud. And their star witness actually said, no, you know, we, we competed with these, proving Microsoft's point of cloud, PC, Nintendo, and cloud all being, and you know, on consoles all being the same market. Um, but uh, we have that. Thanos drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, um, where can you listen to the trial? I've been getting the links from Everborn. Um, the way that, and I've been, and I've been fortunate enough to get into um, the actual uh, Zoom trial. They, they only have uh, up to a thousand people there both days. Somehow or another, I got lucky. I was able to get into both Zoom um, uh, meeting, you know, the Zoom meetings thing, and listen to the whole trial. Uh, if I get it, I'll I'll put it out on the socials. But they cap it at a thousand. Uh, you'll try to register, and like it's already full. Uh, that happened to me a couple of times before I actually got in. So it's it's some people will be streaming it. I, I don't know if that's legal or not. I personally wouldn't stream it on my YouTube channel. But you know, if you want to do that, you go right ahead and do that. Um, Dreadful Shorn, just a very generous five dollar super chat says. I've got a new name for the FTC, Effin Trial Clowns. Oh, I love it. Since they take everything to court and lose during the proceedings. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous that you could lose that much and just, yeah, you know, we're just going to sue because we can. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, James176 has become a new channel member. James, thank you, brother. Super appreciate that. Uh, Jacob Novick drops a very generous $20 super chat and says, Almost didn't get a kidney because I live in an apartment where due to a principal who was mean, I got to move. And wow, that's that's awful, dude. I'm, I hope that you did get your kidney and uh, hopefully that, that person went to jail. Uh, he goes, I got to move and that apartment broke the law. Uh, couldn't handle medicine, which is a danger to a new kidney. Uh, bad food uh, for eight months. Uh, oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that, man. You're, going, you're actually going through it, brother. I, I, I'm sorry to hear that, and I'm glad that you got your kidney. Uh, and obviously, hopefully, if that dude did break the law, whoever the principal was of the complex, went to jail because, yeah, F that. Uh, we have Fanto Sir, drops a very generous two-pound super chat, and says, I, for one, welcome the... Uh, Equestrian, equestrian sodium odyssey 
Uh, I don't know what the, the ESO. I, I I'm not sure what that means, but if someone else figures it out, please. No, it's it's a horse salt uh, story, or 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 the uh, you know basically he's making fun of the Sony PlayStation people. Oh. He's talking about pony tears, and, yeah. and and I don't like that term, folks. I'm only saying what the kids are saying. I don't like saying that because you know it, we don't like to call we call them our hooved brothers and sisters, thanks to of course, uh, 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 Mr. Umbra who has coined that term, folks. Let, let's get into this again. It's a smaller story. Who 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 here raised their hand? Got the collects edition for the Starfield because I, I know there's a lot of people in this chat that did. Um, I'm actually glad it doesn't come with a disc because what the hell do I need a disc for? I want to just load it onto my console and go. The fact that there are people running with this narrative, I, I, I'm not going to mention the websites and there was a lot of them and I can't mention them because you're going to click and I don't want you to click these, these, these garbage websites. The fact that anyone ran with this is just terrible. Like, honestly, it's just terrible. It doesn't come with a disc. If you want a disc, buy the regular edition. I can guarantee you that 99 out of 100 people aren't going to care. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you want a disc. Maybe you're old school noof nukem and you need a disc. Hey, good on you. Uh, I think that it's fine. Fuzzy, let's go to you first on this. Mm -hmm. This is all about nothing. Uh, <laughs> and, and the fact that we saw some, some pretty reputable websites run with this... My God, I'm so, I just get so disappointed. I, I I know it's a business, folks. I get it, but yeah. there's some things you just don't report on, man. This this is a giant nothing burger times ten. Let's talk about it. Well, here's here's the thing. I I think there are well, I don't think I know that there are reports out there showing that it's better than seventy percent of users are digital primarily. In fact, I think it's closer to eighty percent, mm -hmm. and that's yeah, up there, regardless dude. of platform. Eighty percent. This is a generation where they sold two new boxes that come without a disc version, digital only version. I said this long ago when we saw those those consoles. Good luck finding a disc ver version of any game come 2024 or holiday of 2024. And we've already seen some games just like what is it? Alan Wake 2, I think, is digital only. It's going to yes. be a common thing starting next year. So yep. if you want a disc wait for these companies like uh limited runs and stuff mm -hmm. like that to to start putting them out but these companies are looking to eke out every nickel and dime they can yes it's cheaper for them to go digital than it is to print ship store uh package you know physical copies um pc i i challenged people before when these digital consoles came out Show me a PC game that has a physical edition that's not like a limited run. Since 2016, there haven't been any. I think the last one was Doom, and that was in 2016. That's the last physical copy. And you had to hunt for that. And I don't even think you could buy it directly from Bethesda at that point. So it, it's I, I get it. I know there are still a lot of people that want physical copies. And unfortunately... Unfortunately, the key thing is most of these discs nowadays don't have all of the info. So you still have to connect online yep. or it's just basically a key so you can get the digital copy online. So it, I get it. We're already a decade past this this argument of physical copies. Like the minute like I, I went full digital with the exception of like PlayStation, some of their classics when they're on sale and stuff at GameStop. 
I went full digital starting in 2016 and with places like GameStop, you know, kind of floundering to some extent because of this digital move as far as gaming, it, it we've already lost a battle. If, if you're about physical copies, it's a lost cause. You're either going to have to stick with retro games or games made prior to probably 2022 at this point, or, you know, just find a different hobby or eventually suck it up and say, or suck it up and kind of accept the, um, the writing on the wall. But um, it's, it's unfortunate to some extent that there aren't a physical option, but there are options. Like if you're all about that, that, you know, deluxe edition and you're willing to pay, was it two or 300 for that? You probably have an extra 20 or 30 to pick up the disc on a physical copy when it's on sale probably three months to a year or whatever afterwards. Um, so th th there's options, but yeah, this has been coming for, you know, the past couple of years and at the launch of this generation, digital is the future. And if you're those, you know, last 20% that are still getting physical copies, just be prepared, uh, you know, incomplete discs, digital keys, or, or basically a CD key for your digital copy on them. And that's as good as it's going to get, unfortunately. But you know, it is what it is. We we've seen this 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 new world of gaming coming for a long time, folks. It's it's gaming's expensive, and to cut corners. Uh, so I mean, again, they did raise prices. I kind of I kind of wonder if you know cutting disc production and box production and instructions and shipping and things of that nature would have uh, reflected onto the consumer, meaning that uh, games would not have gone up to 70 bucks. But, you know, these games are costing upwards of a couple hundred million dollars per game to make. So, I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I understand that I'm never happy with price increases. Hopefully we never see another price increase for another 20 plus years because I think 70 is should be the limitation. And again, I don't buy most of my games. I buy collector's edition, Starfield being one of them, and I'm happy to do it. But I, I could care less whether or not it comes with the disc. That that to me doesn't bother me at all. Uh, Crispy Bomb, this this is this is a running narrative for the last I don't know 72 hours where uh, these are the same people that you know tout uh, the, the 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 PlayStation 5 first party uh, prowess, which some of their games are just unbelievably great. But instead of playing games, which we know that they don't, uh, they, they've sunk their teeth into the Starfield thing out of desperation because they're not going to play the game. And these are the same people that uh, are, 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 you know, may claim in, in, on the socials that they're not playing a game. I think a lot of these folks are going to be in closets. You know, with you know, with with the, the with the coat over the thing, so just you don't see the glow of the TV, and they're playing, and they're under an anonymous name, uh, you know, because they want to play Starfield, they just don't admit they're playing Starfield. H how ridiculous is this, Crispy? Because you 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 love jumping into topics like this and and just destroying this ridiculous narrative. Uh oh, Crispy, you there, brother? Did I miss a private? Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Crispy. Uh, okay. Oh, I am here. Uh, okay, a little go. bit of buffering going on, but I. Ah. So this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a little yeah. bit of buffering going yeah, on. It's, it's all back right. Out, um, back out and, you know, and jump back in. The fact is, in. this is a nothing burger, especially there's no reason. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting any of that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, b- bounce out, and and we'll get you, we'll get you back as soon as we, as soon as you're back in. Yeah, just reload everything. Um, let's crazy Lou gaming. Let's let let's let's make fun. Let's poke let let's poke fun at this ridiculousness. Uh, instead of going out and buying an Xbox, uh, you know, to play uh, Starfield, or you know, in a lot of the PlayStation fan, uh, you know, fanboys, fangirls, they have five thousand dollar rigs. We know this for a fact because well, they told us that they do, so they don't have to have an Xbox. Uh, but what, what what are your hot takes on this, Crispy? I mean, a uh, crazy Lou game. We'll get Crispy in a second. Oh man, I just I just find it funny because seriously, I don't understand why people keep on fighting about the physical um, option. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, my PC doesn't have a CD anymore. I mean, I remember the last time a PC yep. got a CD. I mean, now new. If you go buy a new car, it does not have a CD either. I mean. Why are people still fighting about this? And not only that, so they, they <laughs> when God of War uh, Collector's Edition came out without a disc version, they were like, oh, it's okay. Spider-Man Collector's Edition, oh, it's okay. But when Microsoft does it, oh, it's bad. It's always wrong. Why not? I mean, so why don't you guys give us the physical? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't understand. Why, how come every time Microsoft does something, it's always bad. It's always wrong. For them, they are never happy. They are never satisfied. Seriously, I mean, and it's like, oh, you said, boo. I mean, what? Why, why would I want a disc? I mean, I'd rather just add the code and just get it going. That's it, you know. Just keep, just go forward. Like how we've been playing for like what the past um, years? What five or ten years we've been playing like that? You know, adding codes on digital and just playing through them instead of getting a CD. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, I don't get the point for them. You know. Going through these shenanigans, as you say, you know, trying to 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 bring down or, or talk bad about what Microsoft is doing, you know, <laughs> because damn, it's always something wrong if Microsoft does it. But when Sony does it, it's great, it's awesome. I mean, it, it's a way to save money. Sony saving up money, you know, printing out CDs is this and that. But Microsoft does it. Oh, why aren't they doing it? It's bad. A trillion dollar company, they got the money to do this. Oh, there's always there's always a way just to talk bad about Microsoft or a game they make or anything. I mean, I don't know, but, but for the like the last three weeks they would talk about 30 FPS issue, which I'm like, damn, just wait for the damn game to come out in order to argue about that. Let's, let's wait for the game to come out. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it looks. If if it looks awesome, 30 FPS, then we all be happy. But if it doesn't, then let's go on a rant and say Microsoft looks bad. But yeah, this it's always it's always like just to talk bad about microsoft there's always got to be a way always never good it's it's insane and it's sad too because playstation is always doing everything right but when microsoft does it it's wrong seriously yeah <laughs> it, it, it it is ridiculous but it's fine again not, not the biggest topic of the show we're doing this just for for fun yeah. uh crispy bomb you're back brother let's get your take on this ridiculousness yeah i mean it, let's be honest here um being a uh, Game Pass subscriber and an Xbox owner, and also, I mean, God, the last steel book that had physical in it that I bought was Skyrim. Um, they're pretty much obsolete. Um, if you're gonna buy a collector's edition, you're not buying it for the disc and logicalness, you're, you're buying it, especially as an Xbox owner, because I mean. If you really want to be frugal, you could sell the code and then download it on Game Pass if that means something to people. 
Now you're getting what the five days early access. Mm-hmm. I understand that. That's really the sell for them. It's not about the actual physical disc. Because if we're going to be honest here, GameStop ain't nothing no more. They're they're shuttering their doors very quickly. Um, who are you going to bring it to? You know, you're going to bring it to your friend's house. Okay, well, if they have an Xbox, they probably have Game Pass. Uh, they're probably already playing the game. What are we talking about here? And, you know, just because they screwed up and, and acted like there was no physical disc, which there's basically you could get a, like a standard physical for the Series X. Because y'all remember they announced a new console and it's still a Series S with no no disk drive. So I don't know what everybody's like bugging out about. I don't listen to music with a CD anymore. I don't do anything basically that I used to with physical media anymore. It is all digital. Um, yeah, maybe if you want the premium stuff, you subscribe to what they want. Um, also, like it, it is quite funny that they ignore the fact that God of War Ragnarok's collector's edition didn't have. Well, three three huge ones didn't have a disc, bro. Like mm-hmm. all of their big ones, it's crazy. You know, and, and and that's like, but there's a physical disc out there, but it wasn't for the collector's edition. You're not buying it for the disc. I mean, let's be honest. Boom, are you buying it for the disc? No. The answer is right? no. I'm I mean, buying it for the watch to wear while I'm playing Starfield like a big old nerd. <laughs> you know, that's 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 the point. Like, like, and you know, the value of the disc is not the same as the collector's edition itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody's like the disc, the disc, the disc. Like, dude, it's a disc. Hello. Yeah. I mean, they give you they give you the steel book, okay? If you really want to put a disc in there to make yourself feel happy, you know, with a lot of these games, then go buy the disc later, okay? And put the disc in there, you know. But at the end of the day, we're 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 downloading the game regardless. It is a key to the license. That's what it is, okay? The the games they do not run off the disc anymore the cd could not handle what we're playing people all right it's not feasible okay and then you'll say well some of the games play offline i'm like dude i haven't seen a lot of people saying oh this game plays great offline no they're constantly updating games so much at this point they want to save the money let's be honest no None of these gaming companies are for us as far as that's concerned. They're going to save money where they can, all right? But also, you know, the amount of of, um, storage that these games take up, you can't fit it on the disc. I mean, let's be honest here. You know, people need to just stop and think. You know what I mean? Like, it's time to move on from this. We have, you know, fiber optics coming here. We have... All these different, you know, new internet services that we haven't had in our entire lives. I, I, I included, like, I couldn't believe the internet I have. And it's just like, why is everybody got to sit there and stand on the hill that has already crumbled? It, it's crumbled like 10 years ago, it feels like. So 
I just, it, it's a big nothing burger. It doesn't make sense to, you know, like get all up in arms. I mean, for either console, let's be fair. You know, I wasn't sitting there like, oh, God of War Ragnarok doesn't have a physical, you know, but these guys are over here like, oh, Starfield. Oh, well, did you forget that you guys had collector's editions that didn't have a game, you know, actual CD in there? Did, did you forget? So I, I just, I don't know. I, I Maybe they need reminders. I mean, most of the time when they're reminded, they ignore it because they just, they don't want to hear it. And it's, it's just like these sites that run with this stupid BS, but you don't see it on the other side. There's nope. a problem here. It's called it's media double standards, kind sir. We'll you it get it that. right. <laughs> what, what I find funny is that nobody blames the origin of physical disappearing. I mean, let's blame iPod. I, I, what was it? Was it iPods? iPods. Let's blame iPods for, for taking away the, the music CD thing. Let's blame Netflix for taking away renting physical movies. Let's blame all those companies instead of no, let's go blame Microsoft. Microsoft is always the one. It's, it's again, there is some. Okay, Crispy. There's something to be said, folks, you know, the about, fact is... about Microsoft being wrong and PlayStation being right. And here's another example. Here's another example of that, Crispy. Another example. Oh, Lord. You know, and, and the fact is, if you really think about it, who wanted to these like we used to? Boom. I mean, seriously, it, it was absolutely ridiculous. I I've had to, you know, tape radio to get like the songs I wanted. Like I <laughs> yes. don't want that anymore. Give it to yeah. me when I want it, the way I want it. And that's it. Like, okay. Good. So Thank you. I'm like, going to prove how old I am to everybody. Let's uh, work. Awesome. Yeah, let's hello. go with that. I'm just yes. saying. No, no. It, 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 I mean, like, like my brother and I, you know, we used to, we used to have a tape deck in the car. Cause we're old, right? We used to have, like, who had dope tape number one? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you you have to record all your musics from your albums. Folks, this actually, this is <laughs> this is real life, man. Um, but at the end of the day, if you, re if, if you really, really want this, the physical disc, then you just you go you go by the regular edition and there's your physical uh maybe you you know maybe you double invest you know you get the collect edition uh, you you know you buy the controller you buy the headset which I did and you know and you and you go buy you, you know you save you you know money for the a disc when it's cheaper I, I I don't know what to say but I'm perfectly okay with it um real quick sarcastic Taurus in the chat drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says let's be honest if spider-man came with a c uh came uh came with a ce edition with a watch and web shooters it would have been sold out quickly and yes it would be a digital download 100 percent. i'm gonna be honest with you nerd time nerd alert if it would have came with web with web shooters i'm not gonna front folks i would have bought it I would I wouldn't wear it when I'm playing the game because I'm 52 years old, but I would have bought that and like put it up in my collectibles or something because that would have been that's much that's much nicer than the plastic statue or the the gummy rubber that they made a statue of. I don't I don't I didn't get that, but uh, the comic book G man has been become a new channel member. Hey brother, thank you for joining the channel. We tr we truly appreciate that and glad that you're here to hang out. But folks, we got to move on 
to we have two stories, two bigger stories we're going to cover. One of which comes the way of Special Nick, co-founder, folks, of the very popular and ever-growing Xbox era. I'm good friends with both Nick. I'm uh, good friends with, of course, John, who you know do their weekly show. Jesse Norris, I'm very good friends with, and a bunch of the folks over there that keep that 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 channel growing. Well, he posted uh, something as you know Nick does, um, and uh, there was a story, folks, from Bloomberg Japan, where the the sharks are starting to circle with Square Enix, folks, uh, and the acquisition of that 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 publisher is imminent. Imminent in maybe next year. Uh, and according to Special Nick, who, again, gets it more right than he gets it wrong, apparently Microsoft is one of those potential buyers. Now, I bring up the story, folks, because it's scandalous. And it's, and it, 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 it's a cheap thrill, if you will. Um, Crispy Bomb, look, Microsoft currently... In their current Voltron form, that is, the Five Lions, are already deemed by many, including myself, as the kings and queens, if you will, of Western RPGs. There's no doubt. They have Western RPGs. Now, granted, there are some out there that are fantastic, and all you got to do is look over and you see what CD Projekt Red is doing with The Witcher, with the next Witcher's coming out, and Obviously, cyberpunk; those are fantastic renditions. We, but for the most part, I think crispy. It's safe to say that Microsoft does have a significant grasp, if you will, of Western RPGs, owning uh, uh, Bethesda, owning Obsidian, and what's the third one? Oh my God! Why am I Thank you, thank you. So the ones that are making Clockwork uh, Revolution. Yeah. Um, could you imagine if next year, January, where we had all everyone had a great holiday, everyone's safe, everyone's enjoyed their holiday safely, we're growing into 2024, and we know okay, all these big games are coming out, and to open the year like they did two years ago, Microsoft announced that they're in the they're going to acquire Square Enix. <sighs> Uh, I mean, I mean let, let's be honest. There would be a <laughs> lot of salty people out there. It would be entertaining for me to just sit there and watch with my popcorn. I'm going to be honest with you. But would it be uh, salty popcorn, sir? <laughs> oh, it would be extra salty. I wouldn't even have to add salt. It would just be coming from the tears that happen. I, I, I will say this. If they still had Crystal D and Idios, I would be down for it. I don't feel that's the play now. Um, I could be just out there to, you know, like, especially like Square would want to, like, say Microsoft, like, is interested because, you know, they want Sony to pay more at the end of the day. I mean, let's be honest. You know, they, they have played too nice with Sony. I don't think it would be logical for Microsoft to just go in there because you're still not going to get the games that are already exclusive on Xbox. If you buy them, you know, there's probably, we've seen all of it, you know, laid out in front of us with this trial and everything else of how Sony plays the game. 
They even did it with when Xbox bought Zenimax. I mean, let's be honest here. So, like, you know, what are you thinking about? Like, future iterations? I mean, the games aren't selling that great on the highest selling platform right now. So, I don't know what to really say about it. I I get the 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 reasoning of doing it because you really want to get into the Eastern market and have a, a more I, I kind of think RPG. you're going to re- you really want to stick it to Sony if you want to be petty, but I'm just saying, well, you know, that's where the salty, t- you know, so I mean, for me, I'd say no. Um, for the, the saltiness that were involved. Why the heck not? And I'll just leave it at that. No, it's fun. Look, it's, it's a fun conversation, folks. We're just, we're just joshing, right? We're just having fun. Uh, Chris V uh, says something that is true and dear to my heart. Um, I said this publicly. I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, when Embracer Group purchased um, Eidos Montreal, Crystal Dynamics, and specifically for me, the, uh, the Tomb Raider IP for $300 million, it broke my heart. I- I'm not even going to front uh, because uh, Microsoft has an... Um, their studio count right now is just loaded, absolutely loaded with talent. There's no doubt about it. Perfect example. Go watch the uh, the you know the 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 show that a couple from a couple of weeks ago. Their talent is on another level, uh, and it's all finally coming to fruition. But for me personally, when you consider what Eidos Montreal has done. Uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy is a perfect example. If you didn't, if if you somehow skipped that game, go go pick up that game. It's it is probably one of my favorite superhero games that are story driven, narrative based uh, that I've played in in in, in a decade. Uh, and then of course, you look at Crystal Dynamics. Now maybe they didn't hit the mark for you personally with Avengers because the multiplayer. And uh, the tra- microtransactions, it was just really kind of shoehorned in there and it ruined the game. But the story was pretty good. But listen, say what you want. It made some of the best two Raiders in history. If Microsoft was somehow able to, after this deal is done, make that purchase to get those IPs. And then may- maybe maybe they offer a, a chunk of money for the Tomb Raider IP because, you know, we know that uh, Embracer Group is not doing really well. Uh, I would love that over something like Square Enix. I don't like Square Enix as a company because they uh, they underrepresent many communities. We've, we 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 don't have to get into specific. I don't I don't want to get into politics. I just don't like the way Square Enix does their business. So me personally, I could care less for Square Enix. I would I wouldn't buy them. That's just me. But I understand why Microsoft would. Crazy Lou Gaming. Let's get your hot take on this. this, this if, if this was their their next announcement, oh boy, would the tears, the salty tears, would be flowing. We'd all drown. We wouldn't even get to playing these games. We'd all drown from the tears. Hmm. I wouldn't get Square. I will. I will get something that would really make them hurt, and I will get from software. That's something that would really, oh, really hurt Sony. Why? Because they're competing with Tencent. I mean, they've been, they've been buying stocks between Tencent and them. You know, they've been going crazy. And I, as Microsoft, will go in and swoop, grab that from software and say, hey, bye, guys. That will really, really get a lot of people into tears today. 
actually happens because like like what, what crispy said i mean their games are not selling that well um um over there in in in, in playstation i mean they, they've been they've been hit hit and miss hit and miss hit and miss i mean with was for spoken they did horrible and i think now with final fantasy they're doing a little bit better but still it's it's a hit and miss so really i would just go for front software that's what i would do i would say no to square and let me go to front software because that would really hurt them especially since they've been getting, you know, all those gaudy games, like, you know, for example, you know, Elden Ring got, got Game of the Year, um, Sekiro got Game of the Year. I mean, I would just go after those guys and say, let me grab these guys. It's way, way, way more better than getting Square. Square needs a, a, a new team leader. Square needs a new build-up. And Square needs, you know, like to, to come back to how it was. And that's going to take them time. But I'm happy, you know, hearing that a lot of people are enjoying Final Fantasy, which is good. I'm happy that they're actually enjoying that because, hey, I don't want Square to go down. You know, I don't want them to go down. I just want them to, you know, to come back to how they were. And, of course, um, deliver their games everywhere instead of locking them up in one place. But, yeah, I would definitely just not get them and just go straight forward to, to from software. I would love a humbling effect, uh, to be honest with you, for uh, for Square. I, I just, I, I just really don't have. I have a tremendous distaste where they do business. I'm not a fan of it at all. Like I said, I think they uh, they go out of the way to uh, again. This is my opinion, folks. They go out of their way to underrepresent communities. I don't like that. Um, I don't like that at all. I'm sorry. And if that bothers you, okay, listen, let's have a conversation. But I don't like it. I don't like it. So that's why I won't support them. Um, real quick, we have uh, Jacob Novick drops an additional and very generous five dollars super chat and says it was 2020. I am fine now. Good to hear, Jacob. But only a few people have heard this. Thank you, and for the, for the trust of sharing that with this community, brother. We we love you for it. Uh, he goes. One thing that made me recover after moving out was ah, dude, that's awesome. Finding this channel. That's what, what can I say? You gotta make me cry on the air, brother. I I get a lot of messages like that, and I gotta tell you, the super chats are great. And they do help us give make some big giveaways and you know and obviously keep the channel up to date. But it's messages like that that just they they really hit. And I always felt like when I was I remember I had to, I had I was forced to leave the NYPD not because of anything I did I got hurt I got hurt in a really bad way and the, the job didn't want me anymore because I couldn't do it the way I used to and that's fine because I know I couldn't do the job the way I wanted to. Uh, but after 21 years, it was time to go. It's fine. Um, and I always kind of felt that I, I was missing helping people. Uh, it's something I lived to do. Like I really, when I was, they called me officer friendly for a reason folks, cause I loved helping people. And then when I started doing this channel, I get messages like that, brother, that is incredibly kind of you to say, I really appreciate that. But, uh, fuzzy before I start crying, uh, let's, uh, Let's uh, let's get your hot take on this. Square Enix for the win? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I, I I don't like it from a personal mm-hmm. aspect, but I like it from being a petty POS of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of torn in the, the same way. Like it's it's one of those things where once they got like kind of like what Crispy was saying, once they got rid of um, you know, uh, Crystal Dynamics and Ideos Montreal. It, it's not as good of a get, in my opinion, at that point. But the key thing is Microsoft wants to get into mobile, and Square is huge in mobile as far that's as internationally. Point, dude, yes. And that's that's the big thing. 
And if they're going to make this push for like a mobile phone store kind of thing, it would be worthwhile picking them up. I mean, sure, they would probably be better uh, gets out there for probably less money um, that would cover other bases that they may have holes or gaps in. But for the mobile standpoint, Square makes sense. Now, the the petty side of me, yeah, I, I want to see those <laughs> tears for people when they either break the contract to get Final Fantasy VII finally on, you know, the Xbox platform or, you know, shorten some of those exclusive things and just pay the fine. Like, here, Sony, here's your 100 mil back. Go go cry in a corner kind of thing. But um, the petty <laughs> side of me would love to see that. But realistically, I I would much rather have Ubisoft because they're kind of struggling or hey the, the 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 elephant in the room would be to get embracer group yeah I, I I know that sounds crazy um it's not as expensive as ABK but uh the the sheer size of it would probably bring some more speculative eyes as far as from regulatory bodies but I would much rather them look in those directions or even like crazy Lou said I would rather uh from software be one of those that they take a look at but um yeah it it makes sense business-wise for mobile. I could see them doing it. They're definitely hurting for money. I, I, they probably won't say that um, Final Fantasy will underperform, but it, if you look at all their previous games when they say underperform, if this game doesn't hit 10 mil, it's underperforming. And considering how much they put into it, because I, I heard it was over 500 mil, um, yeah, it was with a lot this of money game, in this game. As, yeah. as far as for development. Yeah, they're going to need to sell at least 10 million. And I'm thinking this only hits four, maybe six at most after two years. But that that would be a big hurt for them financially. And sure, they're going to look at that whole uh, NFT stuff and figure out a way to incorporate that to kind of make up for some losses. But yeah, I, I think Microsoft buying them saves a few of their studios, even though they've rolled some into their main studios. Yep. Um, it, it would probably help them out. It would eliminate a lot of this, what appears to be bad blood between the two brands. It's almost like you have to be in a bidding war to even get their games on Xbox kind of thing. But um, that would kind of solve that issue. And it would add a nice segment to Game Pass in general. But yeah, me personally, I, there's much better um, options out there for everything I want. But for what Microsoft wants with mobile, I think this is on the radar. It's possible. And I, you know what's funny? Out of everything we just talked about, I totally did not even equate the mobile aspect because mobile for Square Enix is freaking huge. It is tremendous, folks. Uh, listen, we have uh, the big topic coming up, folks. The show's going to go a little bit longer this week because obviously we added on another guest, and Dave is coming back. He had to take care of some family stuff. But let me catch up with a few of the super chats that come in here. First of all, Park. Uh, Park say 1972. What's up, brother? Welcome to the uh, channel. He drops a very generous two pound super chat and says, "Great to catch the episode live." Whoa, that's awesome, brother. I'm glad that you are here to hang out with us. Sis uh, Lord, good friend of the program, drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, "Cult said Xbox showcase games are coming in the next eighteen months." I well, Cult. I mean, listen, the guy knows his business and he knows people in the business, so that's pretty dope. Uh, I'm glad Microsoft didn't say it, but I'm glad that we could be playing something like uh, Clockwork Revolution, which I, I really think is going to be, I mean, there's nothing on that list that's not going to be big, folks. Every one of those games is going to be monster. Um, 
Dreadful Sean drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, is it possible SE or Square Enix negative discourse towards Xbox is because they backed out of a deal because of the ABK deal start? I mean, you don't know, right? Like maybe they were on the, the acquisition list and they just had to back out at the last minute. It, I mean, it's it's certainly possible, but I, I don't know, dude. That's a great question. Uh, Gray Falcon OW drops an additional very generous, not one, but two super chats. The first one of $5 says Everborn insists Microsoft should buy Sega. And I agree with him. Uh, hey, um, own Angry Birds. That's big one, too. Yeah. And have J- uh, Japan market a new younger leadership. Sony killed the Dreamcast uh, with the 299 PlayStation 1 reveal. I mean, Dreamcast still my number one. I have actually have uh, several Dreamcasts. I have the Japanese one. I have the American one that was all black, and I have 86 imported games, most of which are Marvel versus, you know, like a Capcom and SNK stuff. Uh, I love my Dreamcast, my favorite console of all time. Uh, he drops an additional $2. Jen says, don't need all Embrace a Group just to buy franchises. I mean, the thing is this, Embrace a Group is would cost less than Bethesda, if you didn't know that. Uh, it's under, right now it's under, I think it's like 6 6.78 billion it would cost so it's actually less than a bethesda and they'd get everything which i think they have too many studios honestly they have too many people in too many studios but who knows um so what i want to do ladies and gentlemen is i, I want to talk about last week's thrashing that the ftc took i mean they took it on the chin they were bent over they were slapped on the ass they were punished they were put in a corner with a dunce head that says don't speak stupid and it was just embarrassing. I'm sorry, folks. I don't know how else to say it or how polite to be about it. Uh, I've had a real problem with the FTC almost from inception because of the abuse of authority. But man, oh, man, were they shellacked last week on the two opening days of this. Uh, and I keep calling it a trial. It is a hearing. It is not a trial because no one's on trial. It is a hearing to determine whether or not Mike, uh, the judge decides that Microsoft's uh, uh, closing of this deal is going to potentially have immediate harm or imminent harm towards the market, towards uh, other competitors, towards consumers, none of which of that has been proven by the FTC uh, and because they don't have a case. That's the reality. So what I wanted to do is kind of uh, I, I, I pulled a story from uh, let's see, where is this from? From Forbes.com. And Paul Tassie, who is a senior contributor there, he wrote this story. The reason why I specifically pulled it is because of how now, now again, I, I, I like Paul. I think Paul's a great reporter. I don't always agree with his takes. Uh, and this is one of those takes that I, I don't agree with. As a matter of fact, Paul said this, um, while I've said it before, I'm not the biggest fan of the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. And that's because I'm skeptical of the overall industry consolidation at that scale, though I can't really say I can make a, a legal argument there. I just don't love the idea of a $70 billion takeover of a publisher when the last one, Bethesda, for $7 billion already felt like a bit much uh, of a tenth of the size. So he's not, he's, Paul Tassie, not a fan of consolidation within the industry but we know that it's happening. 
this the reason why I specifically chose this article is because it was it incredibly well written. Um, the lead title, folks, he says this: the FTC Sony case against the um, Microsoft Activision deal is very bad. And why I specifically chose his article, besides it having incredibly written points, uh, he breaks down what happened. Now, maybe maybe a lot of people weren't following it. So before we get into the panel and bring them in on the conversation of the, the shellacking that the FTC took, uh, this, these are some of the, 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 the bullet point hot takes that Paul put in this story. Uh, and uh, he says, what exactly happened th- uh, last week? And he, this is where we start. An email was revealed from PlayStation head Jim Ryan saying that he did not actually believe Microsoft would remove Call of Duty from the uh, from the from the console, and that he would be more than that. Sony or PlayStation would be more than okay if the deal went through, contrary to the public statements that he made uh, around the world to regulators. Which, of course, we know that he lied. Um, the according to the story, uh, the FTC has been hyper focused on the concept of Microsoft exclusives through deals like this, uh, both in terms of the games themselves and also content within those games. Essentially, no attention has been paid to Sony's grand list of exclusives that are, of course, not offered to Microsoft or its consumers. And again, I mean, just if you were listening to the trial, folks, I, I think it's fair to say that the FTC is not there for uh, the worried to be worried about uh, Sony's overall uh, uh, market cap or market share. They're uh, they're there to represent us, the consumers, to make sure that we get a good deal, that we don't get raked over the coal. And everything that they said was about Sony, 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 Sony. In the two days of litigation, not once, folks. And I listened to both both. Both days, top front to back, not once were consumers ever mentioned by the FTC. I find that to be incredibly disturbing. So his third point he has here is one of the most tone-deaf moments was when the the FTC started asking Microsoft if it meant that acquisition could produce exclusive costumes or items for Xbox and not PlayStation. This is quite literally exactly the kind of exclusive, exclusive content that was produced for PlayStation as a result of past Activision deals. Like, it's crazy to me. Here's another fantastic point. The FTC tried its gotcha Phil Spencer moment by making him swear under oath that he would keep Call of Duty on PlayStation and future PlayStations. He then swore under oath and then tried to make him swear, this is the FTC lawyer, the same about other games, and the judge was so annoyed by them attempting to do this, she cut off the FTC attorney. Goes on to say this, the FTC has shown a poor baseline understand of the industry that they're trying to regulate here by killing this deal. At one point, the FTC asked Sarah Bond if you needed a Windows key to stream video games like are you serious uh in addition to not knowing how existing exclusivity arrangements are made and how many sony itself has done over the years and continues to do so these finite points 
were left out by the FTC by either ignorance or the fact that they weren't being truthful. You make the decision. And lastly, the FTC called someone from Google Stadia to the stand. This is this is this is the nail in the coffin for me, folks. Um, the FTC called someone to the uh, from Google Stadia to the stand to testify about cloud gaming. The reason the deal was blocked in the UK or in the, it's a, by the CMA, uh, all the Stadia inclusion really proves is that uh, there it's a tiny market with no real audience that's deeply hard to find its footing. It almost felt like the witness, if, according to Paul, it almost felt like a witness from Microsoft's side as they're trying to show that cloud gaming is a nascent market, difficult, uh, a difficult market, and a fraction of the overall deal. It's literally a small part of the deal. What the Google Stadia representative actually said before they closed arguments for the for, for the you know to start the weekend was that Stadia was in competition with the console market as well as the PC market, which, again, completely destroys the FTC's case about everything being separate when they're all one market. We all know that it's they're all one market. Crispy Bomb, there's a lot to get into here, but all I can say is that the FTC looked like a bunch of boobs for day one. Sarah Bond, again, MVP of the two days, even though Phil did great, she was she was the MVP. No doubt she knows her business. They tried to trip her up a couple of times, and she she let them know about themselves. Let's talk about it, brother. I mean, it, this is this is where like my brain hurts because if you really look at it, like if we all go back to a few months ago when the CMA changed why they're blocking, this is exactly why. The arguments against it, these people don't know enough about gaming. They just don't. And and like Sarah Bond, for example, like she's sitting there just spitting out facts because at the end of the day, like what are what are you defending? Like and, and the worst part of this entire thing is how many times we heard Sony or PlayStation? How many darn times? Dude, if I got a dollar for each one, I'd be I'd be able to retire again. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it is that the reason why these these regulators are here is to stop monopolies. Okay. And they are arguing against okay, yes, Microsoft's a huge company, but as it's been put out into the ether now. Microsoft treats Xbox as a separate entity of the company. They have to be profitable. They have to do the right things. If not, there's going to be layoffs. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. They are also saying we're finally going to take our trillions of dollars and support Xbox and, and do this purchase. I think they're flabbergasted at, at these arguments at this point, because to my knowledge, I believe the FTC called all of these people. If I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. Yes. The only one that they didn't call that was a Microsoft uh, witness was uh, Sarah Bond. Uh, they did call uh, Pete Hines. They did call uh, Matt Booty. 
Um, and they also did call um, uh, both the Stadia dude, uh, which I don't know his name. I apologize for that. And Phil Spencer. So the only witness that was called uh, by uh, the Microsoft's attorney was Sarah Bond. So here's what, you know, because I've been to court myself. I, I've, I've sat um, in trials watching other people. What 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 will happen now, to my knowledge, is that Microsoft gets to call people now more than anybody else. You know what I mean? Like because basically the FTC has already null and void themselves. First of all, Jim Ryan can't even show up. So how important it is to him if he if he's doing you know video stuff and and he's basically giving like a, a speech that he pre recorded. And then what? He got he got uh, cross examined by Microsoft attorneys. What? We can't watch it. Yep. I mean, I yeah. mean, let's be honest here. The judge is probably like something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you got to understand. Like when you're when you're sitting there in front of a judge, like they have to be completely objective, and the attitude that has been brought by the FTC is. We don't need a reason. We just want to block it. And that's basically what Jim Ryan said, right? So what are we talking about here? Are we are we talking about actually, you know, um nurturing and and having competition and gaming? Or are we talking about Sony just can do whatever they want? I mean, how can you sit here like Sony? the past five to seven years has just went ham on the, the extra skins and the, you know, anytime they have any type of, of, you know, absolute like control over a game in some way, shape or form. Yet it will release on another console. They have all these things that they literally tried to call Microsoft out on. It makes zero sense. It's just all the the wording. Like I didn't listen to it live, but I've watched and 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 heard everybody's opinion. I've read all the articles, and, and they're all pretty consistent. This is what transpired, and I don't understand how you could sit there and 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 do all of this, spend our tax dollars because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Yep. And and argue with this when you're defending the company that has destroyed Sega out of the console market, nearly destroyed Nintendo, by the way. Nintendo only had to find their niche. Think about the Switch. Totally different from everything else. Like, let's be honest here. They are a, a console manufacturer killer. That's what they've done. They've done it with these these little nuances that we saw in writing in front of us from several people that just did the reporting and didn't get too crazy into the the console war nonsense. If you actually look at what was said, you can go through article upon article, you know, Foss Patents to, to Post Up to whoever, and if you actually look at it, they're all almost exactly identical of what actually transpired. And for them to defend this, 
I don't even care about them being a technically foreign company because at the end of the day, they pay taxes in America because they have, you know, you know, subsidiaries of their company in here that are headquarters, like PlayStation headquarters is in California. You know what I'm saying? So they have employees that pay taxes. Like I understand seeing that. Like I, I, we could leave that completely out. The fact is, is that their arguments, it's like they just threw it together in like 10 minutes. And, you know, that's when you see somebody like, a, you know, their attorney get all worked up because he knows he's getting destroyed. He walked in there and the fire was already going. It was already burning the bridge down. And then the judge is sitting there like, well, I've heard these arguments in a way before with it, with this stupid thing with it, with the, the PlayStation gamers suing, like you can't sue something that hasn't happened yet. Like, why is that even in court? I don't understand this stuff. Like it's, it's beyond the reasonable doubt. It's things that I grew up knowing and they have to prove their case it's not there and i'm sure like either microsoft's gonna do like keep it level and just say you know what we're not gonna embarrass them we're gonna leave it at that we already you know and if they bring up some counterpoint somehow you know which they really can't now they already filed for you know console slc not you know the cloud gaming that's why the cma pivoted because now they have a different argument in a way. But at the end of the day, all these gaming companies have all these different things that are involved, including Sony. You know, you have cloud structure there. You have, you have, you know, subscription services. You have all of this. And at the end of the day, you look at it and you say, well, if you include like just subscription in general, Xbox has the better one. And yeah, they might have talking about raising the price right now. Still cheaper than Sony's. And guess what? We get all those games day and date. That's where you go and say, I can pre-download these games. Because you don't have to pay for them, but your subscription price. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's only logical. Like, their arguments, it's like, I I don't even want to, you know, like, actually do research. Like, it's almost like a, it's like a big dog and pony show at this point and i i just i'm sitting here and i'm like but at the end of the day like my tax dollars are paying these people to make these illegitimate and ridiculous arguments and you didn't even do any research i mean that's really what they look like at this point they yeah, didn't I, I do any research. He, he, yeah, it, 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 it does seem oh. like they're, they 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 have cocked it, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, like when 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 when, when again, I, I I'm no technical wizard, folks, but I can say that when I heard them say, "Do you need a Microsoft key?" I was like, "Are we in like nineteen like ninety seven or something? What what is this woman oh. talking about? I don't understand. Oh. What, what happened here?" Did, did, did what you, you I mean did, did you know did you look Microsoft for dummies and you didn't read the whole book I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say but it's it is it is ridiculous uh and ultimately their unpreparedness if you will uh is in fact going to cost them this case if it hasn't already in my opinion 
Fuzzy, I want to bring you in on the conversation, yeah. brother, but I do yeah. got to catch up on Super Chats. Oh, yeah. You want to say something crazy, Lou? Yeah, I want to say something real quick. I mean, in this case, what shows you how open and how sure Microsoft is, I mean, pretty much all the MS leaders are in this case. Yes. Yet on the Sony side, which I'm going to tell you, which this is how it is. Jim Ryan is playing smart, but at, at the same time, he's a coward. Why yes. is he a coward? Because I know for a fact that if he was right now in this case, Microsoft lawyers, especially with all the documents they have from Bethesda and Activision Blizz, PlayStation and Jim Ryan would have been destroyed. Yeah. I mean, they would have been destroyed to, to a way that... that well, see, what we don't know, it's funny you saying that because he was cross-examined. And it did come in the yeah. uh, Sony uh, uh, pivoted uh, to have that for Friday uh, to make it uh, private, not public. So Jim Ryan did say something. We just don't know what Jim Ryan actually said. It's and I got to be honest with you: if 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 if, my, if I'm being fair here, and I'm not being like a bot or or, or you know yeah. or just an Xbox fan in general. I'm sure the conversation must have happened with the judge where he was cross-examined by Microsoft said, wait a second, Mr. Ryan, you said this to the FTC, you said this to the CMA, you said this to the EU commission, but we have emails, document XX116, that you said that you had no concerns that the game was going to be taken off of your platform I got to be honest with you. They, they got him in a pincer kind of a move. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, call BS. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yes, <laughs> of I course. Agree. Because I'm telling you, he they have so much information that if Jim Ryan would have been sitting here at this precise moment, let's say they're sitting here in court, I mean, if Microsoft lawyer would have sat down and just cross-examined him, oh, my God, it would have been it would have been just a big explosion right there because they would have said, hey, um, this document right here, like, you know, for example, because here's something that I love about the case and how on, on how they were they, they, they were talking about Cinemax. They were talking about Minecraft. I was like, wait, how, what does this have to do with with the buy? But OK, talk about it then. I mean, they would have, I know Microsoft would have sat down and said, hey, weren't you trying to, to make Starfield skip Xbox? Weren't you trying to make Call of Duty do this? Weren't you trying to make Activision do that? I mean, they have so much stuff that literally it would have looked really bad on the PlayStation side. It would look really bad. And 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 it says that um, where Dave is in the green room, Mr. Boom, so you can get. Oh, him. okay, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get Dave in here right now. Okay, there you go. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. So, yeah. so say, save your thoughts because we gotta we gotta we gotta okay. bring this back to you. But listen, I, I want to bring Fuzzy into the conversation. But uh, and welcome Dave back in. Let me catch up on these super chats. It's been quite a few of them. Justin dropped a very generous five dollars of chat and says he learned his lesson when they delisted NCAA football 14 after the lawsuit. Uh, a hundred dollars to buy now. I will buy physical as long as they exist. And see, that's that's a friend that's that's a fine point. He obviously he had something happen to him digitally, and he's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna get caught with my pants down again. I'm buying the disc, and that makes perfect sense. Uh, Highlander 001 drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says. People saying no American company cannot uh, can, cannot buy Square Enix really don't know the law. Uh, then again, uh, ponies think that they know uh, international business law. Uh, that's 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 false. A whole law has already talked about that a thousand times. Microsoft could in fact buy Square Enix because they have roots 
in Japan. We're talking about foreign entities coming into the Japan, into the Japanese region and buying. Uh, it's 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 to protect from foreign entities that do not have roots in their region that are paying taxes and investing in their communities that they wouldn't allow for a purchase to happen. That makes perfect sense. Um, Dean Rivera, dressed a very generous five dollar super chat, and says, "I'm so, I, I, I'm so I'm pretty sure closing arguments are on Thursday. Okay, maybe 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 I got it wrong." And final submission of law and what not is needed to be submitted on Friday by turns. You might you might be onto something. Maybe closing arguments are in fact uh, Thursday uh, because that would be the five days. That you're absolutely correct. Thanks for the, the uh, for the info, Dean. We have anonymous boss drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says salute to everyone. I'm looking forward to Starfield. Are you guys hyped to? Let me tell you something. Dude. I'm so excited about Starfield. That when I'm playing Halo Infinite, I'm thinking about Starfield. When I'm playing Animal Crossing with Mrs. Boom, I'm thinking about Starfield. When I'm playing whatever, I can't stop thinking about Starfield. I got to be honest, I haven't been this excited for a Microsoft IP. This is me, folks. This is for me since Halo 3. Like, the fever pitch is real. And I, I'm so glad I'm, that I'm, I got everything. And I'm, like I said, I'm a big old nerd. I got the collects edition. I got the controller. I got the headphones. It, I may even buy a hoodie. I don't know. I might even buy a space suit. I don't know. I got to see. Um, we also have uh, Satnist. Drops a very generous $2. Super Gen says, Jim Ryan in court is the worst PlayStation exclusive. You know what? You know what's funny? We got more exclusives announced for Xbox at the court hearing than we did at PlayStation show. Take that and put that in your put that in your pipe and smoke it. I'm just saying, if I'm being petty and being slanderous, which of course I am. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, let's get your hot take on all the information provided. Of course, the story once again. Uh, and I, well, folks, if you want to read this for yourself, what I'm going to do is because I really thought that this was an amazing write up by Paul Tassie. I'm going to add it to the show notes. So if you want to click it. It'll be under. It'll be listed under stories used for today's show. This will be one of them because I think it's a fantastic read. Uh, let's get your hot take on this because obviously he really broke it down in a nice, you know, small package. But he packed it with information on the first two days. What were your takes? Well, and some people think this is a conspiracy theory to some extent, but I'm starting to think from the inside that. You know, some of the employees at the FTC are are purposely sabotaging this case to take out Lena Khan from, you know, from the inside, basically. Um, and the reason why I say that, remember all the, you know, leaked documents and emails as far as the morale with the FTC and how a lot of people were leaving the organization and things along those lines. I'm not a lawyer. Have no intention of being. My wife has done like uh, paralegal stuff and and criminal justice degrees. Um, I have a couple of attorneys on retainer for you know personal things and family matters and stuff like that. I've never seen a case where the lawyer doesn't prepare <clears throat> the witness to some extent, and having the Google guy that they brought on as their witness not be prepared ahead of time. Because it, unlike with, you know, having Phil as their, you know, one of their witnesses that they want to exam or, or question, the Google guy is the one that's supposed to be in their favor. So there should be already a sit down, you know, days prior to him appearing in court 
saying, hey, we're going to go over these questions. I mean, it's what lawyers do with their clients or with potential witnesses. Um, it, it's a given. And for them to be kind of caught with their pants down, you know, with him saying instead of cloud being a separate thing, it being part of the whole, you know, shooting match, it kind of broke their argument <laughs> to some extent. Um, and they couldn't bounce back and say, well, you know, this cloud thing is what killed that. No, they they killed themselves. It's the Google graveyard of old, uh, you know, making its you know reappearance again. But as far as the sabotage from within, all of these notes and a lot of the questions that the lawyers prepared seem like the ones that <clears throat> on face value, they may think they have a gotcha moment, but it actually gives them the oops, I'm unprepared moment look in that regard. Like. The Windows key thing, I the the hearings or, or whatever they had with the, the Congress before, where they were talking about they were paying consultants and, and advisors and they would hire them to, you know, prepare them on some of these things. I want to see those receipts because yes. any of those people that they paid and they were talking about bringing up a Windows key for the console, that they should get their money back or us taxpayers should get our money back. Um, but it, it just seems like odd things that they were doing. And they so supposedly spent a lot of time researching, but it's quite obvious that none of their research was pertinent to this case. Whatever research they were doing, I think somebody on the inside was like, yeah, we'll feed them this because this this will be like what their sixth, seventh, or maybe even eighth loss within a couple of years. Might be, might even be more than that. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're starting to get into the double digits. Uh, yeah, for sure. So at that point, maybe this since it seems like the the bad morale email leak, people leaving wasn't a, a cause for change or alarm for to get you know this administration to look at that that uh, you know or the head of the FTC, maybe sabotaging this case in such a grand fashion where it's open to the public. There are more eyes watching this case than there was for the, the Facebook and, and the exercise company or Amazon. And, and, and I forget what company that they were looking to acquire back when they said, screw it, just take us to court kind of thing. I, I think at this point, it's quite clear that somebody is sabotaging this from the inside and, and maybe for good reason, because, you know, being a disgruntled employee, when, the head of the department is going against what your mission statement is as far as what you're supposed to protect. You're supposed to protect the consumer, yet they only mention consumer a handful of times compared to uh, umpteen times of Sony and so forth. So it, 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 it seems like there's somebody on the inside like, I've had enough. Let, let's, you know, S can this, this, this whole, you know, case and maybe, maybe her head will roll finally. I, I'm starting to think that's the case because there's no way I, I can't imagine being a lawyer. Well, maybe the lawyer, because they're relying on their paralegals or their their staff as far as doing the research. But that staff is like, these people got to go. That This isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what I you know, have my student loans wrapped up in to be a part of this this circus when it comes to them you know, trying to push this agenda that's not in favor of the consumer. It's just more so an, uh, an agenda against big tech, which I can kind of understand. Yeah, big tech spends a lot of money, but hey, where were they with the whole cable companies or even, you know, phone companies for that matter or or any of this stuff? Like the stuff that actually affects our wallets more directly or more of us directly, because almost everybody has a phone. Either everybody has cable or some form of streaming service. So 
when it comes to TV and things like that, and now that we've gone digital, you would think they would be more focused on that stuff. But I, I guess Agit Pai, the previous FTC guy, kind of screwed some of that stuff up to some extent before he was ousted. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's a, a, I won't say a mole on the inside, but the, the call is coming from inside the house. And it, it looks like Lena, Han, uh, Lena Khan's head's on the, the platter at this point. That's just my two cents. No, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Look, I, I don't know if the, if the fix is in, but there's something wrong. There's something wrong at the FTC. And, and, and I say it all the time. We don't like politics, especially politics are filthy, folks. Everyone knows that. Uh, there is something to be said about the fact that um, there's supposed to be a total of four commissioners with one from the FTC on the board to make, decision, to make decisions. The two Republicans resigned. And they were moving slow to replace the first one that walked away, which should be illegal. But then when the second one uh, walked away and then put it out there for everyone to uh, talk about, about, you know, again, this is some damning stuff said by that by by that Republican uh, person that was on the board to leave. Now there's no representation from the from the Republicans on that on on that board that's supposed to have two. There's something fundamentally wrong and broken within the FTC, which is why both parties are investigating Lena Khan right now for abuse of authority. And I think ultimately she is going to be impeached. Uh, Regardless of whatever happened to this deal, she is going to be impeached. That's just my personal take on it. And if she did, and she did collude with the, with, with the CMA, she should go to jail. I'll say I'll say or or be impeached at at, at the least. That's just my take on it. It's not being me being vindictive. Or against Lena Khan, I don't know her, but I can tell you right now, I know the law. And if you broke the law, you got to pay. Uh, and if she did collude with a foreign uh, foreign uh, uh, entity like the CMA to block an American deal, and it's and it's brought to light, well, then you should pay. But let's bring in Crazy Lou Gaming, Crazy Lou. Before I do, brother, let me catch up on super chats. I've been here. Uh, Gray Falcon OW drops a very generous additional. Five dollar super chat and says the Google guy was prepared. He did a great job uh, hyping up Stadia 2.0. Yeah, he was a bad witness for the FTC. Man, I mean, he just was. I mean, maybe he's the mole. I, I don't. I don't know, but he was. He was a really bad witness for the FTC. Uh, Michael Mooney, what's up, Michael? How you feeling, brother? He drops a generous five pound super chat and says, remember both the UK. And the U.S. governments are up for re-elections at the end of 2024. So the FTC and the CMA will likely be replaced in 2025. That's that's a, a, probably a, a fair statement without a doubt. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk with the whole physical stuff. Folks, listen, I'm not anti-physical. I have 70-plus Switch games. That's right, 70 of them. And all of my PlayStation stuff, except for like a, hand, a handful, are all physical uh, because uh, I, I, you know, cause that's because I mean, well, I have 70 games for the switch. I buy a lot of games, but I buy everything physical because if you ever wanted to sell your switch stuff, it retains its value. PlayStation, you could sell, you know, privately and make a couple of bucks, but for the most part, most of my collection is digital. So I'm not anti um, physical. My brother used to break my balls all the time. I was a physical guy. I had like shelves and shelves and shelves of collections and I love that, but I just don't have the room anymore. Maybe one day when I get to like the man cave kind of situation, I'll put all my Dreamcast stuff up. I got an Atari. I got a GameCube. I put everything out for display. We'll see. 
Uh, but I'm not anti um, anti physical. Uh, but uh, Crazy Lou Gaming, let's get your hot take on this. Again, the story that we use for today's uh, conversation that we are having, of course, is from uh, Paul Tassi. Uh, but let's talk about it. Let's get your let's get your hot take. Oh man, this case, this case, this case. I mean, I find it funny on on how prepared they are, which they don't have nothing, and they're trying like 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 I was like I was saying earlier, they're trying to bring old stuff up. I mean, even Minecraft was mentioned. They were talking a funny thing that I that I was looking at is how how many times is the FTC gonna ask Phil Spencer? Um, how many conversations did you have about exclusivity with this guy? Um, and feels like, well, um, I had like a hundred conversations. I mean, like seriously, which like basically what conversation are you talking about? And, and I just love on, on, like he added like a couple more stuff and then went back to the same question, added more stuff, went back to the same question. Like, why are you asking that same question over and over again about the whole exclusivity thing? It's like, you guys want to make Microsoft like, like, okay, um, they're going out buying studios. Right. And you want them just not to make their own games exclusive. So my question was for these past couple of days was, hey, Sony buys their own studios and they make exclusivity and nobody asked them, what, what are they doing with their studios? What, what studios they buy? But yet they got to ask Microsoft, what are they going to do with this? What are they going to do with that? I mean, hey, numbers don't lie. And when you sit down and you look at those numbers, for example, with Activision Blizzard, and I, I remember when the buy went, well, the buy started back in 2022 when January was announced that they were going to buy Activision Bliss. I mean, a bunch of my friends were like, oh, they're going to make it exclusive. Like, no, financially, it's not a good idea. And they're like, no, nah, they're going to do it because it's going to help them. I'm like, no, financially, it's just not a good idea because, hey, it's $70 billion. They need to find a way to recover. It. And how are they doing it is the right way. They're giving everyone access to this game everywhere. Right. And that's what they want to do in order to get that money back. And it's going to take them a while. Now, if they make it exclusive, it's going to be a hassle. But hearing everything what's going on with this with this case, right, how, on how they were trying to approach how the Google guy pretty much <laughs> pretty much killed the argument right there for, for the FTC and the CMA altogether. I mean, they literally killed them right there, both of them. And. They, would, they just don't have any proof on anything. They just don't because Microsoft has, has been open all along. And like I mentioned before, I mean, this is a court case. There's Microsoft went in there with Phil Spencer. Nadella's talking tomorrow. Sarah Bond is there. Um, Pete is there too. Matt Booty is there too. And oh, wow, those emails. That was another thing. The emails. I'm talking about exclusivity. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to find like like every way to to make to make Microsoft like like look like they just trying to buy this company just to make Call of Duty exclusive when they basically have been making deals and and giving everybody access like for example Nvidia has already launched with 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 the Microsoft um deal they made with, with, with I mean they already launched with that deal and it's like 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 I was saying it's going to be everywhere and they're trying to just to prove a point that Microsoft is just is just not going to do it and Jim Ryan, oh man, that that email, literally, that was that was another awesome thing when that email got brought up. I was like, man, I just I just wish he was there because really, if he, if he was there, I mean, I could have seen Microsoft just sit down and say, hey, do you remember in this page you talked about this? Do you remember you talked about with this with Activision Blizz? Do you remember when um you talked about this with Bethesda and you try to skip us, you know, with Starfield and all this stuff? I mean, 
you they would have they would have tore down Jim Bryan and PlayStation all together right there on court. But man, all I know is that if if the judge at the end of the day goes in favor with the FTC, I mean, I'm going to be with my mouth open, and it can happen. I mean, we, we don't know that. We don't know yet how it's going to close. It can happen. But with Microsoft, with all these, these things and how open they have been, I mean, really, for me, at my point of view, it's already been a win. And I don't understand why they keep going up with this case, because after Friday, I just I would have said it's endless. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of, of taxpayers' money. I mean, seriously, they just don't have anything to bring to the table because every time they bring something to the table microsoft has something to to punch them back and hit them back and say hey you know like for example when they were talking about minecraft dungeons on on phil he said oh i agree you know on exclusivity he's like no 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 i agree with this guy saying let's ship it to every everywhere else not agreeing to to you know make it exclusive but hey they're just trying to make them look like they're trying like to to just make it exclusive but that's the only thing they have. They don't have anything else. And like I said, it's just a big waste of taxpayers' money and a big waste of time. And the judge is really annoyed. I mean, if the judge cut them off, that's bad. That's bad. I mean, literally, they don't have the judge on their side. That's literally bad for them. That's yeah, bad. It, it- it was it, it it was bad. I mean, if you listen to it, uh, supposedly, and and, and Foss Patton's talked about this, like when the judge kind of shut him up mm-hmm. it was like a, there was like a gasp within the people like we're in there like, oh, oh that's embarrassing that's, that's embarrassing, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah i mean you don't you don't annoy a judge i mean i've seen videos on on, on people like like they're in court making you know annoy, annoy a judge i mean when a judge gets mad they get mad and another thing that i, I was like why don't they let microsoft show this i mean microsoft was trying to show the deal that they have proposed for sony and sony Ran up and said, "No, no, no, no. we don't want to see that." In case, hey, why don't they? Why don't they give? Let them have it. Let them see what Microsoft was trying to to propose to Sony. I mean, it would be good for us to see that. You know, it would be good for the, for court to see that too and talk about it. Because that was another thing. You know, they're trying like you know to to push back. And I hope the judge actually does grab that and show it because really it would be interesting to hear what Microsoft is proposing to Sony. And yeah, I mean, not only that, also the judge. Was was um asking Phil directly too, wasn't she? I mean, uh, or he? What, is it a she or he? I keep forgetting. What, asking what? They were, he was it's asking. A she. Uh, it's a she. Uh, she was asking him basically. Um, does he swear that he's gonna put um Call of Duty on PlayStation Five, PlayStation Six? Yes, she and, did. And Phil said yes. He said yes. They said yes all the way. So literally, just after that, the judge should just close the case and say it's done. No more. I mean, we can. What else is there to talk about? Not only that, the Google Stadia guy coming <laughs> and talking about the. Oh man, right then and there, that's it. That's it. I mean, literally, as you just close the case and say, Microsoft, you win, let's keep on going forward because they just don't have nothing to prove. They just don't. They don't have any arguments. They don't have any base on anything. Because if you have a company that's been open, and like I said, they took all the leaders and went over there. And on the other side, the one who's opposing it, or what he did was, hey, I'm just going to send a recording. I don't want to be in court because, of course, you smart man, you don't want to be there because they're going to demolish you there. And not only that, <laughs> it's just going to destroy every argument or every narrative you have you had against this deal. So seriously, um, if you send the leaders out there and they're talking in favor, you know, that tells you how sure and how open they are about this deal. So, yeah, 
I mean, yeah, they have nothing to hide. They, they, again, to hide. They, 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 whether the judge is on their side or not, I, I don't think it's relevant. The judge, the, yeah. the judge is going to base her decision on evidence, right? Evidence is the key. That 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 that's that's what we have court systems for. Uh, and of course, uh, the market harm situation that uh, the you know that that the FTC has been banking on would win this case for them. Is not going to win this case for them. They 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 cannot prove market harm. They 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 can't prove harm to the competitor, which is number one in Sony. They can't prove the fact that uh, that, that the markets are all separate. That Nintendo doesn't exist. Uh, that PC doesn't exist. It's just Sony versus Microsoft. It's it's it looks really bad. But listen, let's bring in Web Dave for his final thoughts on it. Welcome back, Web Dave. And we're going to get everyone out of here. Uh, we had over 800 people here today. Thank you so much. Of course, I'm up to date on all the super chats. There's been 23 of them, which is bonkers amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the outstanding support. Dave, let's get your hot take on uh, your thoughts on the two days of litigation. Yes, uh, everybody hit the like button, please. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> yeah, oh, man. Um, it's important. It really does make a difference. Um, <clears throat> so my thoughts, um, I like, I like um, uh, Crazy's Enthusiasm. Uh, let's shut her down. Let's get it done. You know, but, but the judge, uh, she is very, uh, well-respected and she's, she's, um, she's a judge for life. In other words, she can't be replaced. Right. So there's no no political agenda for her to potentially be removed if she says left instead of right. Correct. Correct. And so she, um, and trust me, I'm ready for it to be done too, but she is going to do her due diligence and not only that, but when she writes up her summary, it is going to be flawless because she doesn't want this being able to be uh, brought back or them try it. You know, because because you guarantee you <laughs> the FTC okay. is going to try and uh, you know and, uh, and resubmit the case. They're gonna they're gonna try and you know uh, object to it in in, in her, her findings, and they're gonna try and uh, move the bar again uh, to to the court system. But then Microsoft, after the judge makes her ruling, they have five days where they can actually go in and make the purchase. They can actually go ahead and close the deal if they want to. And within that five-day period, which I believe is going to happen, that they're going to to have um, uh, the other uh, CMA uh, will probably either make an amazing turnaround decision or... Their tribunal uh, will actually, uh, I think I can't think of what they're called, but they'll probably make a, um, you know, a decision that they feel like that. So it won't go back remanded to to them that they'll just, they'll just make the, they don't see any harm in it and then they'll dismiss it. That could happen too. But all this will probably happen in that that little window between when the judge says it's, uh, I I find in favor of Microsoft. I don't see any, I don't see any harm. And then the five-day window when Microsoft can be, and there'll be lawyers sitting there <laughs> at a courthouse, just chomping at the bit, you know, six oh one, boom. There's the documents and throw them down, and 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 and, and, and it'll be closed. Now, will there be repercussions? There could be, yeah, FTC, you know, fines, all that kind of thing. But Microsoft has thought and planned all through all that, so they feel like, and then even if it's they're going to take them to court. The judge has already ruled that that purchase, you know, can't be stopped. So they can go ahead and make this and get it done, get it on the books. If there is trial and litigation later, 
um, then then Microsoft will really bring it to a court case. And you know, <laughs> we've seen already what kind of evidence they've got and how they'll how they'll end up winning the case in in a in a federal court if the FTC continues to push this. And they may or may not. It just depends. Um, but at some point they may, you know, they may bend the knee and, uh, and move on, but you, you just, we know, we don't know. We don't really know. Um, obviously their passions for it. They wouldn't have gone this far with, like everybody said, pretty much a, a crazy, no points to be made case. But I tell you, uh, the day that Satya Nadala is cross-examined. So if this is about competition, uh, let us have competition. He is he is probably as as good as Sarah is, and she's amazing, and, and and Phil amazing, but Satya. There's a reason he's in the position he's in. He knows what to do. He knows the right and the wrong of it, and that's why he's backed Phil all through this. And he is going to. I mean, there is nothing they can do to Satya to trip him up. I can no. guarantee you that no, he is going to well shred him exactly. Exactly, and 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 I I think it's I think it's great that the that the that the judge I mean she let the uh, the prosecution have as much leeway, you know, get a little bit of rope before she hung him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so she 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 did her due diligence, but when the fourth time they come at this question, and she turns it and she's like, because it was when you listen to the audio and you hear the them talking and then you hear this female voice come in out of nowhere and she's like so you're saying <laughs> that that you will guarantee this will be on playstation and you won't pull it the uh, call of duty uh, under oath yes under oath and he's like he, he i'll raise my hand she's like that's fine moving on <laughs> she, she was she was ready to go so that's a that's a big a big a big part of it i think uh but but these next couple of days, there's probably going to be some more tidbits. There may be some more back and forth. Will they have a, a bomb on the other side to, to drop? Will there be some kind of, ooh, I didn't know that. Maybe. And then that's probably why we're all tuned in and, and listen to Flurian and find out what he has to say and all that kind of good stuff. But in, in the end, the, the judge, she's a very smart woman, and she is going to do her due diligence to make sure that this, they can't come back on her. So when it comes down to it, she is going to, I, I can I can hardly wait to read her summation because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really good ruling. I mean, I just don't see any other way that she can that she can go unless it's something that we that we haven't heard, like the financials from Microsoft when they had that lady up there that that they they closed the court for that, or Jim Ryan's, you know. <laughs> but I really yeah no I doubt I, I, I don't there. I don't think that th there's no smoking gun. This smoking right. gun, if they would have had one, Dave would have been in uh, day one and two. Yep. Uh, to set precedent for the remainder of the three days that they have left, they don't have a smoking gun. Yep. They have not been able to prove console SLC, cloud SLC, and they certainly have not been able to prove that Sony would uh, the dominant market leader, not even by uh, by, by a yep. pinch, uh, the dominant market leader mm -hmm. would be hurt by this. But look, at the end of the day. This is this went over 30 minutes. Normally, this is only a 90 minute show, but we had an extra Sorry. guest here. We had a ton of great topics. Uh, glad we were able to get Dave back in. He had to go take care of some personal business and we got his hot take on it. I do have we did have a super chat come in here from a good friend of the program in the way of 
uh, gamer by choice. He drops a very generous two dollars. Chat says, "Great show panel. Help get boom to 13k." That's right, folks. I'm looking at the numbers right now to tell you exactly where we are and how many subs we are away from 13,000. It would be pretty dope if by week's end we can get it. We're at 12,683. So we are 217 away from 13k. Uh, I don't know if we can get that kind of subs. The, the 12, you know. 12 uh i mean um 217 is a lot you can do for it a week but hey you just never know but let's get to the outros hey, boom, yes boom, sir uh, there there was a uh, member chat because i know those don't show up for you okay and, and it was also about gamer by choice ah, okay so you. right here gamer by choice wow dude he has been a channel member folks for 45 months that is bonkers brother thank you so much for the incredible channel support he says uh I am concerned that Sony is concentrated. Uh, is 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 uh, con- uh, he's concerned that Sony is concerned that Microsoft will use their own strategy against them. But where is the investigation into Sony? Has anything been done to say we need to look into Sony's businesses? I mean, there are some there are there are some countries that are in fact investigating Sony, like mm-hmm. right now as we speak. Um, I don't know if the uh, the Americas will will investigate Sony for. Um, some really crummy practices, specifically when it comes to customer service. Their customer service is egregious on its best day, um, where they'll block your account if you try to return something, which is just crazy to me that no one's ever said anything. But we'll see. We'll, we will definitely see one day. But Dave, sell your brand, brother. Talk about your Sunday show yesterday with Retri at a couple of uh, a pair of excellent guests, as well as, of course, your controversial <laughs> one-on-one interview talk about it brother sell your brand uh thank you so much boom i'll make this quick uh last uh last night's uh, show was absolutely amazing retro was uh was great on fire of course we had pong soul and we had 108 dragons tv uh lemon was in the house and, mm-hmm. and they dealt it out we uh, we we usually like focus on a few topics retro was just firing them off one after the other it was great it was a, it was a full show great um Great audience, great audience. It was it was awesome. And then I did drop a um, uh, interviews. You know, like I try to do this. I try and grab the the gaming community, all kinds. Um, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, all different uh, different. Uh, you know, different people who like different things. PC players, uh, whether it's developers, programmers. I also interview them as well. And I interviewed um, Lono uh, from Reforge Gaming. Uh, some people, you know. Or, or I guess um, he has, he's very opinionated. We'll just say that, <laughs> but it was a really good interview. And if you want to find out more about him, I definitely would, uh, would tune in and check that out. Uh, it's a, it's about a 45 minute interview and he's very open. He's very candid. Uh, you know, I, I don't do gotcha interviews because that's not what I'm about, but uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the roads that we talked about, uh, he went down himself. So we just, uh, we just talked about it. So that's, and that's conversational podcast. That was what I like to have. So anyway, boom, thank you so much for letting me talk about that. Thank you, sir. Oh, my pleasure, brother. Listen, the work is the work. You put in the work, you do interviews. Not not every not every interview is going to hit with you as you know with, with, with listeners. And, and and you know what? Not 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 every game is for every gamer. So if you're interested to find out what this dude's uh, deal is, why he yells so much, maybe you'll learn something during this interview because that guy likes to yell. It's his it's his shtick, if you will, as the kids like to say. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, brother, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the best place for anything and everything racing. 
where can people reach out to you on social media? Oh, just want to thank you for having me on. Always awesome being on here and always awesome having uh, Crispy Bomb join us as well. Man, so much news. Can't wait until this ABK thing gets done. Definitely, definitely, fingers crossed we hear uh, something here before this month's out or sometime early July. But, uh, man, for those who want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. YouTube is just Fuzzy Belvedere altogether. And then for other shows you can find me on, there won't be FSP tonight. Uh, we'll, We'll have that next Monday at 10. But uh, look forward to seeing me right here on Double Barrel Gaming for uh, Breakfast with Boom at 10 a.m. on Friday morning. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Thank you, brother. Uh, And uh, Crispy Bomb, I'm not sure if you're going to be with us this Friday morning, but we might have some hot takes from this case to talk about, brother. Where could people reach out to you on social media if they want to strike up a conversation? Do they want to strike up or get told how bad they're the taking? Crispy tr- <laughs> um, that's that's where uh, you know I, I'm gonna go watch that just for you, Dave, so I could tell you how bad it takes. Yes. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I appreciate it, dude. Like I, I have, I have been in the uh, the crux of um, PlayStation podcasts and come out the other end where they delete the show because i made them look bad but <laughs> at crispy bomb on twitter crispy bomb 28 xbox live and yes i will begin and end on booms double barrel gaming baby so i will be on breakfast of boom friday 10 a.m and that is all for now you never right, know man. where i will show up that, that's true. You don't, but we're happy to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining us. This was uh, this was great to have you join us because I know you've been chomping at the bit to get your hot takes on it, and you're back this Friday, and I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, and last but not least, Crazy Lou Gaming, folks. This is one of the co-hosts of the Xbox International Podcast. And, of course, if you want to follow Crazy and see him taking a shower, singing about video games, you can reach out to him on his his, his Twitter account. Talk about it, brother. All right. <laughs> you can find me at, you know, Twitter, Crazy Louis Gaming, where I say good morning, shower, sing, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, and also tomorrow, yes, I'm finally back at Playing With Crazy at the Xbox International Podcast channel. Yes. On the YouTube channel where you guys can see me play scary games. And tomorrow I'm going to be starting Evil Within. So, yes, come join me. Follow me so you guys can laugh and watch me go through that journey on playing a scary game. Wednesdays, Xbox International Podcast at 7 p.m. ET with Sourblow, Big Plume, and Silent Cypher. And this week we have two crazy awesome guests. I mean, we got Purple Haze coming back. Nice. And we got Ecstasies joining us this Wednesday. Oh, that's a good one. Love that, dude. We're going to have a crazy match right over there. (laughs) It's going to be an awesome episode. Really, come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And on Friday, Xbox International Podcast en Español with uh, Eternal Shaddai and Ask Out Gaming. Sometimes I may join. Sometimes, you know, Sablo may join. But, hey, over there at the Xbox International Podcast en Español in the YouTube channel, 7 p.m. ET also. And this is Thank you for having me on. It's always awesome. Kishpi, thank you for joining us in today's episode. It's always awesome hanging out with you too, brother. Well, it's great to have everyone here. Great conversation. This went a little, again, folks, a little bit longer than normal. But you know what? All great conversation. 
Again, folks, if you're finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing if you have not already subscribed. And of course, hit your like, hit the like button on the way out. I want to big say a big thank you to all the super chats. My God, there were so many of them. I cannot thank you enough for the generosity that continues to be delivered each and every show that we do. We are incredibly grateful for that. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day be important to you and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say craig treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules son i can guarantee you you're gonna have an awesome day so take care everyone and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the xbox lunch break special <laughs>